lightning round. Okay. Okay. First thing that comes to your mind, no hesitations, no, no shame. Tell me something that's quote timeless. First thing I think of is branding. I think of Mad Men. This is free association. It is. Okay. People telling me something's timeless, but nothing's timeless because I'm a historian. It's all oh, timely. Hey everyone, I'm Brian Doak. And I'm Leah Payne. This is Weird Religion. The podcast for people who know religion is weird, but love it anyway. Okay, let's give you another try at the lighting. Okay, round. okay. Tell me something that you think is, quote, a trusted source of information to you. A trusted source of information to me? Yeah. I like to do aggregate news stuff, you know, so I like to do... The, the AP? The AP, what is it, Axios? Axios, yeah. Axios. I get that twice a I, day. BBC, I like listening to the Irish Times as well. I, uh, I, I, I cruise the around. The Irish Times, classic. I did, especially around the coronation, or, you know, talk about the coronation of a new king. I wanted to hear what the Irish had to say. Now I'm just going down a rabbit trail, but oh, this anyhow. Is this is yeah, great. I like to uh, aggregate. You know, you need to fear not, for this entire episode is going to take you down a rabbit trail. All right. Friends, this is of the genre of episode where... I just have a thing and Leah doesn't know what I'm talking about. And I just want to lead her just <laughs> carefully and delicately <laughs> and in the greatest way possible to an ultimate conclusion. And then where we go from that conclusion or, or that information, we don't know. It's a mystery. Here's why I ask you why, first of all, why something something that you think is timeless. Because okay. this story is going to be maybe dated by the time it airs, you know, for you. Okay. But it, it kind of had a new cycle thing when it when it came up. But oh. you know what? But actually, though, I submit this story is timeless. Okay. It's a tale as old as time. Mm -hmm. A song as old as rhyme. Okay. Beauty and the Beast. Yeah. And so fear not. Okay. Second, it does involve the question of trust and belief. Okay. The question of like what people really believe and why we believe what we believe are like, you know, these are some of the most interesting overall questions people can have. They're mm. like the great questions mm -hmm. of our age in the time of disinformation, are they not? Maybe of any age, this question mm -hmm. of like authenticity. Have you, do you ever get into like courts and uh, like trial TV stuff and when the verdict is read and when the, when the defendant takes the stand, but they're lying and you know they're lying and you're mm. like, how can you lie? But we all know, but it's like, do they really believe what they're saying? Like I'm, I'm, oh, really, I'm I, really into those questions. I think that's a fascinating moment. Not yes. just me. I think a lot of people are, right? I Yes. And I don't want to take us too far, but I just listened to a podcast called The Coldest Case in Laramie. Oh, yeah. That deals true with crime that. true crime stuff is all about Absolutely that. loved it. Oh, we can save new, that for another is this episode. New, is this the new serial thing that was yes, that's been out? Yes. It was so good. I had such a good time listening to it. Anyhow. Oh, I don't, good time, maybe. It's about a brutal murder. But you heard it here first. Leah loves listening <laughs> to stories about murder. She thinks, Leah thinks murder is funny. That one SNL sketch about murder show, murder show. I'm going to watch murder show. Yeah. I won't so, lie. I'm one of those people. But this Go idea, ahead. like this idea that you could be sitting there and like, you're just like, what do you, like, what does someone really believe in when there's a murder, when there's a trial, it's like someone inside their head, only they know what they really or know. Or do they know? But do they know or are they right. saying something else? That's now, I, I am leaning very heavily here on this idea of belief in this word belief. But of course, religion scholars will often problematize the idea of belief with ideas of practice, right? Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. are there terms for this like idealism and embodied, I don't know, like yes, something. Yes, yes, I'm one of those So ones. I'm leaning very heavily on the head concept here, okay. not the hands, but I think you could go either way on this. Okay. Um, you know, but this, just this idea that, uh, of belief. So now a quick turn and then we're going to come back. Okay. Do you know about the voting machine lawsuit in Arizona against Fox News? Oh, and f no Fox News. Oh, you know what? Is this does this have to do with Arizona? Yes, it does. Okay, uh, it has to do with all kinds of places. Is this about Fox News calling the election? 
When they did? Not because that was like a whole thing. Maybe. I mean, not, okay. not quite. Okay. Here's what this is about. I'm grasping. There is, I, I have in front of me on the screen, but unknown. I'm so happy. Like, I'm just very happy right now that I have a news story that <laughs> Leah doesn't know about. Like, this is making me very happy. So let's get into the news here. Okay. In the Superior Court of the State of Delaware, I'm looking at a, I'm looking at a document, um, a brief mm-hmm. in support mm-hmm. of a motion by a, by a group called U.S. Dominion Incorporated Voting Systems. Oh, yes. A brief in support of its motion for summary judgment on liability of Fox News Network, LLC, and the Fox Corporation. Okay. Here's the ba- here are the basics of the Dominion voting case against Fox. They are suing Fox News Corp- Corporation for $1.6 billion. Billion? $1.6 billion by, by, by making the following accusations. They are saying Fox defamed the good name of their great voting machine company by saying or allowing or perpetuating lies about faulty voting machines on Fox News in the wake of the Ah, 2020 election. Yes, okay, I have heard about that story. And now what this involves, now this is part one, but it's going to get even deeper. Part one about the belief problem involves Fox News itself, their anchors, and what has been revealed in this brief about the Fox News personalities that we all know and love. Oh, that amped up the paranoia around those. The the Sean Mm -hmm. Hannity's Mm -hmm. of the world and so on. Does it say that they knew that it wasn't real? So it turns out that they were, exactly. We (sighs) we know from text messages that have been subpoenaed and other things, we know that they were behind the scenes calling people, calling Rudy Giuliani names. They were calling Sidney Powell names. They were (gasps) making fun of these people. Sidney Powell, by the way, a fascinating character. She is a, a lawyer. I'm on Sidney Powell's Wikipedia page. Okay. Um, now she's had an interesting career. I read her whole Wikipedia page. It's really fascinating. She's got a lot of stuff going on, but okay. she was a big, big Trump supporter who perpetuated some of the strangest and most interesting and most flagrant uh, conspiracy theories about the 2020 election. Okay. And if you even look at this picture of her on the on her Wikipedia page here, I'm looking right look, now. Like, does she look okay. like a trustworthy person? <laughs> just go, friends. Whoever go, put click on her Wikipedia I page. I think her frenemy from high school definitely put I that picture up on her Wikipedia page. It is. It is. It Sydney looks. Sydney, change your picture on the Wikipedia page. That's just that's a quick thing from, from her from us to her. Okay, so. And so basically we have documentation behind the scenes that the Fox News hosts, that the executive producers, even that the own, even the owner of Fox News, Rupert Murdoch, yes. that they all knew that, that the election was not, was not rigged, that it had nothing to do with voting machines. And they said so repeatedly. And yet they allowed people like Sidney Powell to come on the show. To stoke up that. To stoke it up and say that there was this. And, and when you listen, watch the clips and this, this brief has like hundreds of examples. I mean, it's painful to read this because it's so specific. They're like, on this night, this person said this. Oh, your theory is really intriguing, Miss Powell. Tell me more. Oh, you know, boy. And so they, they uh-huh. provided, they provided a, a, a platform for this kind of thing. However, and now this is what I really, really, really wanted to tell you. Buried. On page 37 of the brief, and yes, okay. we will, we will um, link the brief, and you should go to page 37, my dear friends, because you will find a gem which is truly worthy of the weird religion brand. What? Oh, wait. Okay, let me guess. UFOs. Well. Aliens. Uh, Bigfoot. No, but. Okay. <laughs> this, is a, this is a no, but. Renaissance fair. It's a yes, and. Okay. <laughs> it's really a yes, and is what it is. Okay. One of Marvel the f- Universe. Okay, sorry, I can't so, help it. So we're talking about Sidney Powell. Uh-huh. Um, Sidney Powell 
in particular is is now the issue that the issue this woman Sydney Powell she's a mm-hmm. lawyer mm-hmm. um I'm reading from her Wikipedia page she's an American attorney former federal prosecutor and conspiracy theorist who attempted to overturn the 2020 presidential election which led the state bar of Texas to seek sanctions against her wow. you know if Texas is seeking sanctions against you <laughs> you've, you've gone you're really done messed you've up you've gone pretty far down that um, road <laughs> so so I'm on page. Some th- of my best friends are in Texas. By we the love way. Texas. Yes, no yes. problem. We Texas. do not mess with Texas. Shout out to Devin and the uh, yes, Biographics for the People yes, podcast. We love okay. them. Um, okay, keep going. But you know, but is Devin really from Texas? <laughs> we don't want to even go down that okay. road. Okay, page 37. <laughs> now, one of the Fox News personalities is named Maria Bartiromo. Bartiromo. Okay. Oh, yes, I know who she is. Maria Bartiromo. Bartiromo. I'm sorry, Maria. I don't say your name every day. It's not. Uh, yes. Yeah, okay. okay. On Sunday, November 8th, Bartiromo hosted Sidney Powell on Sunday morning futures where Powell claimed that Dominion's voting machine software had a quote algorithm used as part of a quote massive and coordinated effort to steal this election what? What? from Trump. Okay. Bartiromo told Powell, I know that there were voting irregularities. Tell me about that. <gasps> Bartiromo knew Powell would respond with conspiracy theories about Dominion. And now mm-hmm, there's some redacted mm-hmm. parts. Okay. Now, what was... Now, I've, I've finally arrived at this. I'm so excited. I'm nearly trembling right now. What <clears throat> was the evidence for these far-fetched claims that Powell was sending? Apparently, Powell had sent evidence for these claims to Bartiromo before the broadcast. Oh, okay. What was the evidence? It was an email entitled, quote, Election Fraud Info. Powell and Powell, Sidney Powell had received this from a quote source. Okay. Which the author herself describes as quote, pretty wackadoodle. <laughs> now, when you see the phrase pretty wackadoodle in a brief, by the way, this brief is riddled with expletives and well, bombs because it's oh. about it's about things these Fox News people have said behind the scenes about <gasps> their guests. You should read it. It's really great. Well, I did see Kooky here. I'm looking mind-blowingly nuts. Mind, yes, uh, yes. Totally off the rails. Okay, you Google it. Now you're on it. Okay. <laughs> Ludicrous. Okay, this email, this particular email with the evidence, also received by Dobbs, another um, host on Fox News. Oh, yeah. Alleged okay. Dominion was the, quote, one common thread in the voting irregularities in a number of states. In addition, and now, okay, friends, I know I've strung this out long enough, but now we now we've come to it. In addition to promoting lies about Dominion, the sender, the sender of the email claimed that Justice Scalia, quote, was purposefully killed at the annual Bohemian Grove camp during a week-long human hunting expedition. Wait, what? Justice what? Scalia was killed on purpose during a human, you heard that correctly, a human oh, hunting expedition. Oh, holy smokes. And that former Fox... News CEO Roger Ailes and Rupert Murdoch, quote, oh. secretly huddle most days to determine how to best portray Mr. Trump as badly as possible. <gasps> Boo hoo. Okay, that's not so extreme. Okay. They probably do that. Who cares? However, the author continued, and this is the part. We've we've now arrived at this moment. Oh. The author of the email continued. This is Sidney Powell's main source for information that the Dominion Dominion Voting Machines Company ruined the 2020 election and all of our lives. The author uh-huh. continued, quote, Who am I? And how do I know all of this? I've had the strangest dreams since I was a little girl. I was internally decapitated, and yet I live. The wind tells me I'm a ghost, but I don't believe it. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. The full force. This is Sidney Powell? No, this is Sidney Powell's source. The full force of the email's lunacy comes across by reading it in its entirety. Wow. 
So, and there's more. Okay. And there's more. Okay. Um, Powell's source also, so besides claiming that Justice Scalia was killed in a human hunting expedition. <laughs> right. And also claiming that the source claiming that they were internally decapitated, whatever that means. Oh, goodness. Powell's source also explained that she gets her information from experiencing something, quote, like time travel in a semi-conscious state, allowing her to, quote, see what others don't see and hear what others don't hear, and that she received messages from, quote, the wind. Okay. Bartiromo read this email at the time. She responded to Powell saying that she had shared this, quote, very important info with Eric Trump. Oh, no. And Eric Trump was said, I sent that email. So I wanted to bring this up. Okay. Because... First of all, the phrase human hunting expedition, well, that, just, despite being gruesome, I, is I'm actually not, <laughs> is just like involuntary laughter kind of stuff. I'm not going to get that out of my head anytime soon. So, I mean, could we have Supreme Court justices participating in human hunting expeditions? Maybe. <laughs> Spooky Mulder. Who's to really say? Um, but second, I wanted to bring this up because there was a question embedded in here that I wanted to talk about. Okay. okay? I spent okay. the first half of this episode setting that up and bringing this up. Because I wanted to bring this up because at the heart, here's what I wanted to say. At the heart of contemporary democracy okay. and our most treasured conversations about voting, mm -hmm. about who's a legitimate leader, about authenticity, okay, about belief, about information, about where we get our news, about how our parents and our grandparents spend their time about 14 hours a day. Mm -hmm. At the very heart of this, you have a person, a source, a kernel, something behind the something, behind the something, mm -hmm. claiming to receive information during time-traveling expeditions in a semi-conscious state and being internally decapitated and being like a ghost. Uh -huh, I got to uh -huh. go back to the ghost. The wind, the wind tells me I'm a ghost, but I don't believe it. Why? How is it? How is it that... At when we are at our most rational, our most civic, our most, our most responsible, how are we also at our most irrational, one mm -hmm. might say? Mm -hmm. How are we also talking about ghosts that convey messages upon the wind? <laughs> upon which Listeners, I wish you could see because Brian is doing this sort of hand motion. It almost looks like a dance. Upon he is, he's really, he's really getting into... How? embodying the argument here. Do you remember we did an episode right after the Capitol riot? Oh yes, of course. About, I believe it's called that. the Buffalo. Mm -hmm. And there we suggested almost, almost kind of like cryptically, almost spiritually that somehow the Capitol riot revealed when the, when the man with the Buffalo horns took oh, the yes. stage uh -huh. that he revealed mm -hmm. something at the deep heart of the American problem, the American experiment in that uh -huh. moment. It was he in fact, who was in control. I just wondered, like, can you make a similar analysis of something like this? You have these, like, esoteric spiritual claims. Mm -hmm. I'm actually, despite whatever tone or whatever, I mean, some of the stuff is just funny and people have been laughing at it. But, I mean, you have at the core of this, like, an actually, like, an esoteric spiritual claim. Right. About Trump and about the election. About someone telling, you know, about, about being a ghost and time traveling. And this is where they're getting information. Like, is this just straightforwardly... What is this? What, why would someone do this? You know, this makes me think of, okay, I think of two people. 
Marianne Williamson. She's running for she's running again. Who's running again for president? Yes, she is. Yes, she and is. I have always thought that Marianne Williamson was a really fascinating character because she is she puts stuff out in the into the world that could be easily dismissed dismissed as sort of a I'm going to use stereotypes here, but privileged yoga mom, Whole Foods. Mm. spirituality mm-hmm. you know and, and in fact is she is a very successful spiritual writer a course in miracles a course in miracles right and mm-hmm. i've always thought that people were too dismissive of her because she talks in a way that a lot of people actually believe and live mm-hmm. and we have this sort of phony secularity that we put over the top of our political processes and so I'm trying to give the most generous reading to this esoteric stuff that I think if I were just to hear of it, you know, in normal conversation where I wasn't thinking about how we're doing a podcast about religion and popular culture, I would probably just laugh at it and be right. a little bit disturbed. Right. But I'm also acknowledging that I think a lot of people are that that's sort of the core of their reasoning for any particular thing. They want to know that there's this deep spiritual importance to mm-hmm. whatever act that they engage in. And it would be sort of a mistake to dismiss all of that out of hand. Um, even with, with these very absurd circumstances and even with the email trail where everyone who thought who heard of it thought it was completely ridiculous. And I don't know what the lawsuit is, but I'm assuming that there will be some sort of, you get in trouble for that if you're a journalist and you're supposed to be not doing that sort of thing. I don't and even know what supposed, the... F- you're, supposed to be doing, you're supposed to be doing source checking that's not from yes. a time traveler, but actually... <laughs> With empirical evidence. But can I tell you who it also makes me think of? Yeah. I think his name is Stephen Richer. Um, and he is the Maricopa County recorder. Mm. And I think it, I think this is the guy... And I'm going to apologize because I think our audience has grown a little bit. And so sometimes we get emails. I'm pretty sure that was his name. But he was. The audience has grown. We have not. (laughs) Right. Let's just bear that in mind. We're still a small operation. We're not going to change. But um, he was, I I believe it was him that was at the helm of during the 2022 and the 2020 elections. Um, Are you Googling this right now to Check my check me on this, but um, but I I remember he's a Republican if I remember right, uh-huh. who was sort of horrified to find that he was being villainized by Stephen Richer. Richer, yeah, yeah, he was being villainized by his own party for yes. certifying election results. Right, 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 right. And I listened to I believe it was him be interviewed, and I was feeling sort of um a. I don't know if, if patriotism is the right word. I was feeling very badly for this person because he received death threats and it was just really horrifying. But it was all he was also just a regular guy who was trying, I think, to do his elected duty. And he was finding himself completely helpless to this grand spiritual narrative that was being put in front of him. Uh, so that's what I thought of when you were talking about that kind of spiritual narrative. Yeah, there was this narrative and and he was saying I'm one of you. He campaigned on a platform that was very right. friendly to all of right. their political views. Right. And he he assumed wrongly that he could say, 
I am telling you that this is not real and that people would believe him. Yeah. And then he was sort of shocked to find. <laughs> right. Okay. So on you can't, you can't compete with that is what I'm saying. Uh, on this point, let me say more. This is fascinating. This is also from the brief, the mm -hmm. Dominion Voting Machines mm -hmm. brief. That day, I'm just picking it up kind of in media res here. Mm -hmm. that, that day, Trump disavowed Cindy pa Sidney Powell and stated okay. that she did not represent Trump or the campaign. Tucker Carlson, noted Fox News personality, told Laura Ingram, Sidney Powell's quote, a nut, as you said at the outset, it totally wrecked my weekend. Wow. I had to try to make the White House disavow her, which they obviously should have done long before. Oh. So in other words, Tucker Carlson's working behind the scenes to try to help the White House make PR moves. It continues. Ingram responds, quote, no serious lawyer could believe what they were saying. Wow. Carlson replies, but they said nothing in public. Pretty disgusting. Same weekend, Tucker Carlson texted his executive producer, Justin Wells, quote, we won the battle with Powell, thank God, redacted. Carlson, of course, said nothing in public about his own role in the affair or that he believed the claims were, quote, reckless and unsubstantiated. But wow. the blowback continued. Now, here's what I wanted to, I, that's the background. After January 6th, trying to thread the needle between the truth and pressure from his viewers and sponsors became even more difficult. Later on January 6th, Tucker Carlson texted Pfeiffer that Trump is, quote, a demonic force, a <gasps> destroyer, but he's not going to destroy us. Oh, wow. Unquote. Okay. So Tucker Carlson believes, or believe, believed at the time of the texting, probably still and maybe always, that Donald J. Trump is, a quote, a demonic force. Tucker Carlson believes that Donald, Donald Trump, Trump is, is a, a demonic quote, force. demonic force. There's so much in that so what sentence. What he says in the brief. Like a it's like a bouquet. It's a, it's a cornucopia <laughs> of, of like terms. But, just, but I, but I, okay. So I thought of this because here you have someone marshalling this almost like spiritual language uh -huh. about Trump. He's a demonic force. Right. He's a destroyer. Right, right, right. Okay. Um, and then it goes on, you know, to basically talk more and more about this kind of, um, this kind of stuff. Wow. I, I don't even really know a demonic force. <laughs> I mean, there's really nothing to say. I guess what I really wanted to think about here was just this idea that sometimes, you know, so Fox News is kind of playing with fire mm -hmm, on all this stuff. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. They're playing with people whom, th whom they themselves were calling demonic forces. Right. And trying to control these people and trying to have them on air for fun, trying to trot them out like circus animals. Well, and they're very interesting. And they're very, I mean, right. You know, they're very interesting to perform. But where, like... You know, I know you're. I know you're a good reader of literature, of myth, of legend. Where in the history of myth and legend do we find examples of people say creating a monster and then saying, right. "But I can control the monster. Just right. watch." Right. And then the monster gets out of control. Oh yes. And now it's like you're talking about. And now Page like time. Mary Shelley. And now like time travelers are going around. You know, like you're like, no, we can control the time traveler. Right. Right. We can harness the powers of the wind, and the ghost. <laughs> Spooky Mulder. And you guys are let's not get serious. Oh, of course, we got to have Carrie Lake. We're going to talk Lake about back Arizona. <laughs> so, you know, I don't know. I just, I thought, I thought you'd be entertained. I, so I, 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 there's so much here. And, you know, I would like to see, probably no one is going to make this, but I would love to see a little film version of this. I would love to see what was, what were these people doing on their weekends that were ruined? Um, and, and how, I want to know the tone of voice that they were throwing out those. I know, right? You know, the spiritual things. E email only gets you so far. You can't really get, you know, 
what were their facial expressions? There's so much. There's so much that we don't know. But you know what? I have an idea. What? For how we could find something. Okay. Out. It's not likely to work. Well, that's but, my but favorite darn it, kind of idea. We've got to try, try. We've it. got to try something. <laughs> so Sydney Powell has a website. Oh, fantastic! I'm on Sydney Powell's website. Okay. She's got lots of cool stuff on here. Lots of resources. SydneyPowell.com. In case anybody wants to that check it out. That picture from from the website should be on our Wikipedia page. Let's let's change FYI, it. We can, we, can, we can edit her Wikipedia oh, we probably page. Okay, could, first yeah. of all, someone out there, go 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 edit Sydney Powell's Wikipedia page and make her look better than she looks on there. It's not fair. <laughs> she's not giving side eye to no. us. Okay, um, anyhow. Okay, here's what I thought. What? She has a speaker invite form on her website. Oh. And I know she's not likely to respond to us, but I thought, what if I, l- let me Impersonate. just get- Impersonate. No, what? No, her, okay. herself. Okay. We request that she come on the pod right now. Oh, great idea. Let's, Let's do fill it. it out. Like, okay. okay, so what name should I put in? Should I put in my name or your name or the podcast name? Don't put my name on there. Leah Payne. <laughs> <laughs> I'll put your, let's put the podcast email no. on here. Okay, podcast phone email number, let's put. I'll put my office phone number on here. Okay, right yeah, be um, careful with that. Okay, um, you can have some time traveling aliens weighing okay. in on I, stuff. If I had people doing that, I'd be so happy. Should we say organization? Okay, she's asking for organization name. Should we say that that's- Weird Religion Podcast. Weird religion. Event name. It's not really so much an event Episode. as it is. Because she could come on, the idea is like she could come on and explain- Okay, event location. It's a podcast. Do they have... We can't pay her. She's going to... Event date. Um, we could just kind of say TBD. TBD, TBD. Okay, tell us about your event, e.g. agenda, content, purpose, or other featured speakers. Wait, what about a quote? The voice in the wind, the whatever the... Yeah, just... Okay, I'll be like, <laughs> dear Miss Powell... We are, we're, we want to know about the ghost and the wind, yes. the, the voice. Mm-hmm. I guess I want to know about her own spirituality as well. I would actually be very curious about that. What would, what was her background? I mean, what would you really want to ask her? It's just like, you know, I like would, yeah, you I take advice know. from people who say that they're internally decapitated, that they're time travelers. I wonder what her own frame of reference is. Does she believe that? Or does she believe that that's nonsense, but that there's still valuable information coming through the conduit of people right, who say right. such things? Right, right. I would want to know all those things. Yes. So, okay, so I would have all those questions. That's kind of our agenda. Um, expected audience size and background. Very educated people. Very, very attractive overly, people. I would say overly educated. I'd say overly educated <laughs> and extraordinarily attractive people. Audience size, you know, I like to think we have an audience that's kind of the size of like a medium-sized church. Kind of just that's showing up probably every week. We'll take say, a seat. We're gonna we'll have say, a. You're gonna talk to a digital, yeah. a digital church of sorts. Brian and I get on the stage. We put the, we turn the chair backwards. We're just kind of a jam sesh. Just a little talking little about jam sesh. Um, format time commitment requested thirty minutes. It's not too long. Will your organization offer an honorarium? If so, please include See, the dollar amount. No, that's the problem. Is this a common sort of speaker request form? I, I have, think, I think I have absolutely is. no idea. I wonder how much she... Academics wonder, are so bad at this. I wonder how much this. she charges. We're at the mercy of whoever I bet emails you could, I bet you could get her for, for eight or $10,000. Eight or ten. That's a guess. Yes, that is about um, $7,999 more than what we could offer. You're saying you'd pay her 10 bucks to come on? <laughs> Is there any other information you'd like us to know to evaluate your request? Oh, will will your organization cover travel and lodging expenses? Ha, we're no asking need. for Zoom. Zoom. All right. No, there's no other information. This is it. All right, I'm going to submit. Okay. You dare me to click submit. Do you think Sydney herself I'm reads I'm a little this? nervous. Do you think she reads it? Uh, yeah, I do. This She can't have that big of a note of a... I think she reads these herself. I do. I do. I think, you know, most people 
do. You have to be pretty big. The fact, though, that it's public on the internet and that anyone could fill this out, though, that, does make, yes, make it a little suspicious. Because usually, I would have guessed, a high-profile person would have an agency that they work with, and so they'd say, you know, in, for inquiries. There's something to me about the aesthetic and the vibe of this website that tells me she is, in fact, reading these herself. Like son-in-law. Yeah, son-in-law put it together. I, I can't totally explain it, but I think it's true. Right. I definitely All think right. that's... I'm, I'm going to click. I'm going to click. Somewhere. I am nervous about that. All right. I already did it. <laughs> this has been a production of Weird Religion. A podcast for people who know religion is weird but love it anyway. Follow us on Twitter or Instagram. Follow us into the ocean. Allow your heart to blossom. Retreat into the gorgeous and haunted forests of your mind. Find us there. <laughs>